Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, everybody. It's Friday. So you know what it means. It means it's time for a special guest episode of Failing Better. I'm Sean McLaughlin. Forgot I'm to Johnny Pallon. That's oh, Johnny Pallon. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but we haven't had a guest in a while and we're so glad to have the guest we have. It's our mutual friend and fellow podcaster, Bobby Mayer. Hello, Bobby. Hello, Sean. Hello, Johnny. Hello. How are you today, Bobby? <laughs> wow when one of your best friends gives you such a warm question <laughs> it's it's hard to know it's hard yeah. to know how to answer now look bobby you, you've got your own podcast but as you can tell from that question from johnny you're entering the big leagues <laughs> okay i'm sorry I how didn't... are you bobby <laughs> how are you today bobby actually to be fair that is how johnny is on the phone if you ever try to call johnny and be like i miss my friend because he's moved to manchester i'm gonna call johnny and talk to him you say hey johnny what's up and he goes I'm good. How are you today, Bobby? So it's actually, this is actually peak Johnny. What I think is interesting when I call uh, Johnny is, uh, I call, I'm often in a tunnel. I'm often in a tunnel. Is my, <laughs> is my number not saved on your phone? Because you always answer as if I, <laughs> as if I'm like British gas or something. You go, hello? <laughs> like, <laughs> I did lose my phone a while ago and I've not got around to uploading content. Whenever my agent calls me, I never know who she is. I'm always like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> my agent isn't saved in my phone. I've got Johnny, uh, I've got Johnny. three numbers for you on my phone, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, you're like the smartest, most chaotic person I know. Yeah, I'm not very good at being present in the world. Actually, this is George was telling uh, me you gave him advice where he was like, "I'm feeling hurt by Johnny as a friend," and you went. The thing about Johnny is he's just not in this world. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said those words. I, I I feel like I probably said that under the under the distinct impression it would not be repeated to you. <laughs> I don't know. He's told me that so many four times. He's like, like, well, as Bobby said, you're just not in this world. <laughs> but, I mean, I said Johnny lives as no. I mean, his Greek translation. I just said Johnny lives in his own world, which yeah, yeah. is I would say it's true. It's totally true. Yeah. And he also got me off the hook of it with George, so I was delighted. <laughs> well, I was, I was trying because he was, he was hurt, and I was like, and Johnny's no. just, Johnny's just like in his head. He's just in his fantasy land with the pirates. This is George Zack, right? Because we yeah, talked George about, Zach. we talked about this a couple episodes ago that George had contacted Johnny and said, "You are a bad friend." Have you, do you know how this story resolves itself, Bobby? Um, the, George accepts Johnny. I don't know. It's, it ends with Johnny spending a lot of money to get a train down to London on a Friday night and basically <laughs> chaperoning George as he quadruples up. He does four what a, gigs. What I came down for his birthday. Night. He just did, he, from 3pm till the late night top secret show, I just watched, I just carried his bags around London. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think, oh yeah, and I said, Johnny, you should stay one more day in London and hang out with me, and you said no. Yeah, no, you didn't even contact me, Johnny. <laughs> He's the worst friend. Can I just say I'm really, so far, delighted at how this episode is padding out. I, I would like to say, for fairness, I think me and Johnny make an equal amount of effort in our friendship, but it's easy to blame Johnny because I think the person who moved away always gets the blame. Yeah. Did Johnny you lived... When you moved to the UK, did you get a lot of shit from Canadians? Um, I just, it's up to me to get in touch with them once I leave. Yeah, yeah. Forever. Mm, that's probably true. I think the problem was, I was just, I was so fucked the next day that I couldn't, I just had to just get on a train and just stare out the window without moving my head because I was feeling so ill. From, watch, from watching George perform four times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a knackering experience. Let me tell you. <laughs> so wait, you were fucked in terms of what? You were just, because you were drinking the whole time? Yeah, I was just drinking. You were just this hammered Johnny Pellum at the back of all these gigs. <laughs> <laughs> just tackling him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very fun though. But when I'm next, I'm down in London in like 10 days and I will be in contact with both of you and we can maybe have a hangout. What are you Do doing you know in what... London? What are you doing in London, Johnny? I'm going to watch Cabaret in uh, like the, the, the theatre version of Cabaret, which is quite confusing. It's Cabaret is also a genre. But um... get ready. <laughs> yeah, I'm aware of that, Johnny. <laughs> hey, hey, Sean, get ready to get a text message from Johnny six hours before Cabaret saying, "Hey, do you want to hang out today?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm at, I'm at St Pancras Station. I've got 45 minutes to kill. Want to get a pasty together? I'm just outside your house now. <laughs> Are you down for the? Because that's that's a Monday. I've just had a look. Yeah, no, it's a Tuesday. The 12th. Yeah, isn't that Tuesday? I've got a driving test on the Monday. <laughs> Tuesday's the 13th. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm around on that 13th. Well, let's hang out. You, yeah. you, do you want to come cover here with my mum, my dad? When you say you've got a driving test, <laughs> do you mean you've got a driving lesson? A provisional test. Only really? For, only theory. Not well, I'll tell you what, you have, we have got the right guest for this then, because, Bobby, how many times did you fail your driving theory test? Seven. <laughs> I've not done any prep. So I, ha- I literally haven't opened a book. I downloaded the app yesterday. I'm going to fail. If you pass, I'm going to be so fucking annoyed. I, I, yeah, I, you... I wish failure upon you for my own <laughs> ego's sake. I'm telling you something. Bobby, I, look, I love you. Your ego is never going to be protected on this. Did you fall asleep <laughs> at two of them? Yeah, I fell asleep at most of them. I, I just had this period of my life. I had a period of my life where if I got stressed out, I'd fall asleep. So I just kept falling asleep at the test. And then I'd wake up at the end and be like, oh, failed again. You're going to be fine, Johnny. You're going to be fine. We sh- we'll do it. We'll definitely do an episode of Fairly Better about your driving. About yeah, your yeah. driving. Th- I didn't know that. You've got your theory perfect. So how? Can I ask you a question, Bobby? Do you, when you <laughs> Wait, fo- Johnny, I don't know if I'm the guy, really. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, not well, about, he's past now. He's past don't now. get me wrong. Not about not about the test. I mean, when you were falling asleep when you got stressed, were there any other times this manifested itself? Because that seems quite a severe issue. Um. All the time in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember once I just saw my dad, and then I felt I, I just remembered my dad and went home and slept for six hours. I was like, oh, God. Bobby, also, our listeners should know Bobby is literally lying in his bed as he does this. So, okay, we, me why... and Johnny have to make sure we don't ask too many stressful questions. Because I feel like. This is, why have. Why ever sit on a chair? When you can have a bed. If I ever have my own company where I'm CEO, it will be bed work. That's that's a smart idea. That's okay. that maybe well, we can pitch I, I, that. To... The problem is that becomes a self-defeating thing. I think if it is all bed work, you will never be the CEO of your own 
I suppose you can. No. Be a, yeah. They sleep in chairs. <laughs> they sleep in chairs. They sit in beds. They sleep in chairs <laughs> and they work in beds. Because then, who they poop who, in the kitchen? They cook in the toilet. Who cares how comfortable you are when you're asleep? You're asleep. Hmm. Well, it's difficult to get to sleep when you're uncomfortable. I guess that would be the counter-argument. Well, I will work them 16 hours a day in bed. <laughs> so they work 16 hours a day in bed, and then they only have eight hours off, so they're so exhausted from working in bed, they'll sleep in their chair very well. The and more, more you say the this, com- Bobby, the, 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 the cleverer it sounds. <laughs> what's the company, though? What I haven't necessarily thought of what the product is yet that I'm selling, so I don't know. Well, surely there's some products where if they're lying in bed all day, they can't. I mean, if they're like engineers or they're if there's like a workshop. Well, Sean, they won't be that, will they? That's how he gets around that loophole. They'll be they'll be bed bound workers. Bed bound. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be also. Then you can employ the terminally ill, and I mean, they're not going to be picky with how much they make, really. But I also doubt they'll be that productive. <laughs> <laughs> they'll be like, I'll be like, can you stop arranging your fucking will and last testament? There's a deadline. <laughs> I love that you've basically, if I walk into your office of like Bobby Corp and you're there in like a hoodie and you're like Zuckerberg and it's basically just laid out like the grandparents in Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> like yeah. It's a morgue. Maybe you could work as a morgue and you just fold them up in their bed and send them on their way. Yeah, yeah we're, they, we're, we're a pre-morgue. We're a pre-morgue. We, yeah, we basically, yeah, yeah. we've pre-morgued them before they die. Oh, yeah. The company will sell probably life insurance or funeral plans and then you get dying people to sell them. Yeah. Because then die... Who, who would you trust more... If you're dying, then another dying person that says, "Hey, this company's sorted out my funeral for me," and, <laughs> and look at look at what I'm doing. I'm work. I'm 84. <laughs> I'm 84. I'm working a 16-hour shift for Bobby Bear, <laughs> and I have to sleep in a chair. <laughs> I, yeah, I sleep in a wheelchair. It sounds like you've basically created the most immoral, even by the standards of pyramid schemes. This one's particularly immoral because you can only enter it if you're terminally ill. thing about a pyramid scheme is someone at the top is making a lot of money. Not in my company. Everyone will be broke. <laughs> it's a, it's not a pyramid. It's a bungalow scheme. <laughs> We're all the bottom. It's a, it's a pit scheme. Yeah, it's the a pit. The more people enter it, the more we all lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds a lot like this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it does sound a lot like this podcast. Um, so wait, Johnny, Johnny, how far are you into your learning to drive? So I'm going to pass the provisional, provisional and then I'm going to learn to drive. Because apparently oh, you have to book up You do the theory long. first. I've yeah, totally yeah. forgotten that. Yeah. But jo- I haven't done any prep. I'm quite, I need to do it really. Johnny, do the practice tests online. Yeah, all right, I will do. Over I, and over. Yeah. There's, like t- there's like 10 of them and yeah. just keep doing them over and over. Yeah, yeah ge- genuinely, I, I that's that's the best tip. Do though because most of the questions overlap. Like, yeah, and you don't need that high. I passed it first time, and I think my the the computer screen I was doing it on Look stopped, at work, Sean stopped showing working. Showing off, Bobby. I don't need this. Off. I don't need this kind of this braggadocious energy in oh, brought into what a bra- what a brag! I didn't fall asleep during my driving theory test. I don't need this. Oh en- God! Someone get this Cristiano Ronaldo out of here! I don't need this energy brought into my bedroom. <laughs> Slash office, slash (laughs) company headquarters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That'd be exciting, Johnny. I thought you, you, I thought you once told me I'd be 
we can cut this if <laughs> you want to tell me that you couldn't drive like but like there was a reason that you wouldn't be able to was that just an excuse did i tell you that I don't I know you why you have told me that at one point that you said I, that, like, I, because I, of maybe your, one of your conditions. like your your weird that's feet. What, that's why I can't ride a bike. I can't ride a bike because of that. I feel like if you can't ride a bike, maybe a pedal isn't for. Have you tried pressing a pedal in a car though, Johnny? I have not done that. I okay, mean, that seems like the first thing to try. The problem is you can't press a pedal without driving unless you go. Is there a nearby theme park you can have a go at a dodgem? <laughs> can you do dodgems? I've, I've never, I've never tried to a dodge. But I did a quad never bike. tried a dodge. I did Johnny, a quad bike. You, yeah, but wh- don't quad bikes go based on the? Isn't it the oh, rev on the the wrist? Oh, like Mister Engineer, Jesus! <laughs> yeah, they do, they do. <laughs> Johnny, I have a, I have a, an amazing like tip for you, please. For the sake of your driving instructor, do not try to learn how to drive a manual car. I'm not gonna. I'm not. There's no. There's. There, I don't understand any why anyone would learn manual. It just is so much harder. And also, with electric cars going to be taking over in like ten years, why learn to drive a car that will be obsolete? And why, like the manual car, the British take such pride in the manual car, and you're literally just doing one of the jobs of the car it's like oh my car has a transmission it's like oh my car doesn't i do the job of the transmission while i drive i couldn't agree with you more it's It's not just a british thing though i think north america is abnormal in the sense that they're all automatic i think most of the rest of the world it's still manual Mm. i don't have any dog in this fight and no, also, I would also don't really say care about this fight. <laughs> I don't either. But I would also say I drive automatic. I took. I reckon if I'd have learned, I only learned to drive well about four years ago. And if I, if I had learned automatic and not manual, I would have probably saved three months, four yeah. months of test of, of of lessons. Yeah, it's insane. I hate it. I hate it. But I guess part of me, part of me, this is so lame, but part of me does think if the world ends, if everything crumbles in my lifetime and all I can find is like a beat up old VW Golf, I'll be able to. Sean, if the I'll world ends, to... you're going to die. There's no way you're, <laughs> there's no way you're lingering on. There's no way you, you're the no, last I'm one, of the, I'm one of the survivors. I'm definitely a survivor. Come I think on. Bobby would survive out of us three, but I think Bobby would, Bobby would, Bobby would fall. No, that's wrong. Bobby would fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think, I don't think there's anything more stressful than that. <laughs> I do. I, I think, uh, I think, I think Alexa is a survivor, Sean, and I hope she, I think she would carry you through. Yeah, my wife would survive. I think Bobby might, Bobby may survive because you might, be so stressed that you fall asleep. It's like 28 days later, but you're not even in a coma. You're just having yeah, a nap. That'd be okay. You just wake up a month later after everyone's killed everyone, and then you're just there to pick up the pieces and eat them. Yeah, I think you'd be, you'd just, be, you'd find you in a sewer, Bobby. And I think there's, there's a world in which you'd be happier there. Bobby the Rat King. I didn't, how did I never know this is where I was meant to be? Well, that, there must be some people who should be in a war who are just in an office job at PC World hating themselves. And actually, if they were just shooting other humans somewhere, they'd be, they'd be really happy. And that could be yeah, you, Bobby. It could be me. Sometimes you just want to thumb a guy's eyes and go to bed, you know? It is interesting. I used to have a bit of stand-up that I could never make work, which... Not I, like you. Doesn't, but, yeah, very unlikely. Very unlikely. Imagine, Ask the people I mean, of Ashby last night whether that's a common theme. Imagine like a self-aware, really bad comedian. Yeah, I've been doing comedy for like five <laughs> years, but none of my bits work. No one ever laughs. Yeah, no uh, one. I, 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 I'd like them to laugh, but it hasn't happened yet. I am, um, but I used to think like, oh, you know, you know, there's so many boring people. Maybe a big war would like, it would sort that out. 
Uh, like, but you'd have because to... everyone would be screaming, and so you go, "Well, you're not boring. <laughs> you're not interesting." But you're going, you're saying stuff like, "I oh, fucking can't get it out of my head. I don't know what to do." You'd be like, "That's more interesting than." <laughs> yeah, that is more. I think well, it's like that joke. Who's got that joke? It's Peep Show, isn't it? When they were called September 11th was really good news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, in terms of like for the news, it was it was the best news. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should. Maybe I'm not self-aware comic. <laughs> I keep doing gigs and people keep staring at me unhappily. How, how many gigs are you doing at the minute, Johnny, by the way? I did a gig yesterday with Harriet Kemsley, Bobby's wife. Whoa. And Inception. mother. Wait, my mother. It's my mother. My wife and mother. <laughs> his wife and mother. Mother to his daughter. <laughs> what, a, what a life that Bobby's got. He's got a laid-out office full yeah. of terminally ill people, and he's married to his mum. Yeah. Not a bad is life, that, actually. Is that, is that positive, Sean? Do you like to like marry your mum? You're basically living like... A sort of, I don't know, like like an ancient Turkish warlord or something. Like, <laughs> I'm okay with that. Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty tasty. How would the gigging go? Because you know, Johnny um claimed he was a comedian when we started this podcast, Bobby. But investigations, <laughs> I thought, oh, that'd be good. Two comedians doing a podcast. Investigations quickly realised he did about one gig every six months. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did it for Harriet, and Harriet was like, "Have you been gigging much?" I didn't want to say this is the first gig I've done in about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> But it, are you it enjoying went... it? Are you enjoying being back on the back on the grind? I am actually. I've like, I've I've got about twenty minutes of a new show that isn't shit. Which for, you know, you've got like it's enough now that I can do a gig and <laughs> wow, ticket, get your ticket alerts ready, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> it has to be ready in August, so like twenty jo- minutes by November's all right. Johnny Pelham isn't shit. What a title! Actually, that, this is probably is... a good. This is a... sorry, Garam. No, I was just gonna say that is a good title. <laughs> Johnny Pelham isn't shit. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would say that is um. That is, you are, you are tempting a lot of reviewers, if you call it that. Yeah, I, like, you, like I can see a Scotsman too. St- yes, he is. End of review. <laughs> actually, actually, you yes, are. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, if you call your uh, show Johnny Pelham isn't good, then the reviewers will say, actually, he is. Well, they might just say yes. That's the nightmare, isn't it? We agree. <laughs> What he lacks in comedy, he more than makes up with in self-awareness. <laughs> um, I was going to just say, this is probably a good time for you, Bobby. Oh, no. You've got a sp- for you to do your act for us. <laughs> okay. No, you've got, um, you've got a special out. I do a have a special. Out from your last Edinburgh Fringe show, which I saw, and it was freaking brilliant. You're very kind. Um, yeah, I put it on YouTube. And, uh, What's that? It's a website where people upload videos of their cool lives. Like and, Dailymotion. Yeah, like it's more like E-Bombs World, but easier to use. <laughs> E-Bombs World. Hey, I went viral in E-Bombs World as the worst comedian in the world. That happened in my living room. <laughs> Bobby yes. looked at his phone and had gone viral. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, okay. All right. Bobby, you've got you've got the floor now. Do you want to promote your special, or do you want to talk about how loads of people think you're the worst comedian in the world? I, I can do both. Okay. So, uh, I was in Johnny's living room. I look at my phone, and I just get these weird messages being like, "I don't think you're shit. Uh, actually, you are. You are fucking terrible." And I was like, "What's this about?" Get get used to these sort of reviews, by the way, Johnny, for your for your what? show next August. What, why why is this happening? And then I then eventually I found it. And five years ago, someone secretly filmed me at a gig <laughs> where I had, like, done 15 minutes of my act. And then at the very end, I just said, you know what? You might not like this, but I'm good. Fuck you. 
I'm leaving. And, and then what the person did was they just cut out me doing my act and they just put up the clip of me, no one laughing, and me saying, fuck you, I'm good, you're shit. And uh, they put it on, uh, on like, E-Bombs World and YouTube, and then it, uh, over the course of time, accumulated, like, I don't know, like, 50,000, 100,000 views. And uh, people would comment and be like, I don't think he's that bad. And then people would comment and be like, yeah, this guy is fucking terrible. No one had my name. My name wasn't involved. And then, um, well, that Banksy of sh that's oh. sort of the worst thing in a way because actually you're quite well known. <laughs> I know, I know. It, it hurts also. It hurts on. But I was fine with it. I was like, you know what? Maybe being completely unknown is better. And yeah. then, and then, uh, Lad Bible picked it up and ran it with the article "Worst Comedian Like in the World," and then, um, which I found hurtful. Yeah. And. And they didn't mention my name. It was just like the article about what happened at the gig with a video of me bombing. And, um, and yeah, so I just for months, I stayed quiet about it because I was like, I am not letting, I'm not giving this any traction, you know, and I am not publicly admitting to being the worst comedian in the world. And, uh, and oh, then a watch going off, one of you. Yeah, my watch was. <laughs> you didn't do anything about that. I thought, I, sorry, Bobby, to interrupt, but I heard that and I thought, is Johnny going to do anything about this? I don't watch? know where my watch is. And I mean, it's, it's in my. <laughs> well, it's, it's clearly not, close not to the mic. It's, it's close enough to the mic that it interrupted Bobby's story. It's also 2.30, you know. Johnny, why do you have an alarm set for 2.30? <laughs> what happens at 2.30? disappointment. I, I wake up. Oh. My nap. <laughs> okay. Um,. That was it was so, it was very funny that because it was so brutal and I think you I mean you've had a sitcom and have been on quite a lot of very reputable TV shows so I I think the worst thing in all that is that no one was like oh no Bobby Mary's shit at least say your name you know eventually I mean? to be Did fair you look eventually different were we because was this yeah. back when you were in Canada and you were he was like black then <laughs> I was I was I was an African American man before I changed. <laughs> Before my racial transition, yes, and um, yeah, you're like white chicks. Yeah, you yeah, like film white chicks. If it was real, yeah, I am, I am. Um, so no, uh, to be fair, on some places there were comments being like, "Actually, this is Bobby Mayer. He's quite funny." But then I'd check who it was from, quite and it would funny. be so. It would be someone I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It would be like, oh, thank you. Be happy. Yeah, it's it's good to it's good to see a someone I've known for fifteen years is defending me against the trolls. Yeah. Oh, and he's decided to use the word "quite" in there. Yeah, he's quite it's funny. Quite it was horrible. Oh, that's so funny. That's. Do you think that's why, like, you know, like um, all the major acts of the moment are banning people from bringing their mobile phones in? So they can't, they can't. Yeah. Lad so, Bible can't. What, what do you think? Do you honestly think that Lad Bible are going to be like, unknown comedian? Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld. That's why, yeah, yeah. So yeah, Dave Chappelle makes them put, their people put their phones in like cases. They're not allowed to bring them in. I'd go one step farther. I'm only allowing people at my shows who don't have cell phones. So Wow, there you go. Yeah. I'm, I'm only allowing people at my shows that don't have tickets. Yeah. I'm only okay, allowing people a ticket. You're off the list. Sean, that's a big, that's a big, Big. That's actually you're opening yourself up to most people. Then yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's like, smart. I, I've sold billions. I've played to billions of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only ticket buyers are allowed. But unfortunately, my worry is if I announce that as a genuine policy, I probably would sell a lot more tickets than I do sell because <laughs> people are like, well, I would definitely want to make sure I'm not there. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. My you, dislike you, of Sean. You can repel people. Maybe yeah. you say. Maybe do something where you say, if you don't, if you if you buy a ticket, there's nowhere you can go whatsoever. 
I'm just not going to pick what you said. I've only had two hours sleep, Bobby, so I'm not on top form. Johnny, what did you what? do? Why? Because Sophie's got a fucking cough. <laughs> Can't you s- sleep? Why don't you sleep in the other room? I did, but the walls are so thin and the cough is so loud. Johnny, what, do you th- do you, what about you- earplugs? I don't have earplugs. I'm not a fucking. I'm not any. I'm, as we said earlier, I'm not a man who thinks, oh, I'll get earplugs for this issue. <laughs> I'm just a man who just sort of watches chess videos at 3 a.m. Are you still watching chess videos at 3 a.m.? I love, I love chess videos. Are we going to. We should play chess on our Patreon at some point. <laughs> Please subscribe. I, if you want to play chess with me. Patreon.com slash failing better. Sean McLaughlin versus Johnny for the, for the failing better grandmaster. I'd like to, uh, Johnny. Can have you ever told the story on here about that time you and Sophie went to Bristol and it ended with a bunch of teens trying to kick in a door? <laughs> I haven't That was fucking awful. Jo- Bobby, what a great guest you've been so far. Because you have really lit a spark under this podcast. That story. Can you can you elaborate a bit, Johnny? So we were staying in Bristol. We got like um, an air. Uh, B&B. Oh no, we were staying at like a friend's house um, and above us there was a party of like the local gangsters like out of prison <laughs> or something. <laughs> like, like I swear so it was like, it was pretty much a full street party around us. <laughs> Kofi hates noise or like and gets easily freaked out. So she just went upstairs and started banging on the gangster's door being like, can you keep the fucking music down? <laughs> 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 it was an ag- aggressive first move. She was, she she brought out her queen on the f- the first yeah, move. Yeah, it was crazy. So she's like, and I'm like, honey, we can't because I we didn't know they were gangsters at that point. We just knew there was an insane house fight, and they it was like on scary. And Sophie was so. Um, but what? So what happened next, Johnny? One of the stories I can't actually remember that well. I just remember we tried calling hotels. All of the hotels wouldn't because I don't think hotels let you stay if you call them at midnight because they assume some you know what i mean mm. because... i have actually had a few i've had some luck i'll tell a story after this okay. so i remember johnny i remember what i remember from the rest of the story was then um there was some kind of interaction where someone may have called the police is that possible oh yes yeah, someone called the police but then when it wasn't us but you it, were blamed. But we were blamed for it, but it wasn't us. Because, I mean, I'm, I do a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a rat. Like... <laughs> and, and then possibly someone was, like, um, um, threatening you, and then Sophie fell asleep, and you just laid awake for the whole night, terrified that people were going to kick in the door and attack you. That's exactly what happened. I've literally blocked this story from my soul or memory. Yes, and that's what happened. So... So eventually the police came, disrupted the party, so they had to leave. So then Sophie got sl- got to sleep. Sophie had been really highly anxious because it was really fucking terrifying. And then someone banged on our door. I was like, you fucking called the police. You fucking called the police. I was like, I didn't call the police. I didn't want to wake up Sophie because she would escalate the story. So I was just like hoping no one was going to break. Like they could have broken into a house and killed us. But instead, <laughs> I, so I just had to just, it was awful. God, I'd forgotten all about that. Oh god! Well, was... that's good, isn't it? I mean, it's good. It... The thing is, I like doing this podcast with you, Johnny. But it actually seems if I really want to know more about you, I should probably do it more with Bobby because he seems to remember more about your life than you do. And George <laughs> Zach. Actually, and the George only Zach, way yeah. to know what's happened to Johnny is to ask other people. This is so true. The amount of times people say to me, "Do you remember that time?" Like I met Harriet yesterday, and she said, "Do you remember that time you dropped Sophie on the floor?" Last last time we met, you dropped Sophie on the floor. Remember? 
I didn't have I don't have any memory of that happening. My memory is similar though, Johnny. I remember that story. That stuck with me. But like yeah. I have a friend who was high for years and he would and he'd tell me about all our first hangouts like yeah. 15 years ago and I have no memory of it. I just go, "Oh, sounds cool." I am like an etch sketch. Like it just goes like and so it's like, I don't remember first dates with Sophie. She'd be like, do you remember when we went here? And sometimes <laughs> I lie and I'm like, oh yeah, it was magical. But most of them just say, I don't <laughs> it any... It was magical. <laughs> Where, like... I highly doubt that any of your, no offence, any like... of your first dates could be described as magical. Do you, do, you we, do you remember when we went to Pizza Hut? Yeah, I do. It was magical. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't, remember, I don't remember anything. But I, do you think you can change that? I've been thinking about this recently. Do you think I could get a better memory? Or do you think yeah, just you stuck... definitely can. There are me uh, those memory games apparently really help. If you do crosswords and stuff like that, it really helps. But how in the would morning. that help with like mem like remembering the past? Oh no, the past is gone. What you need to do is make sure you remember <laughs> now. But the also, stuff can bring it back. Like uh, yeah. occasionally, you get moments where stuff's mm. opened up. But I try and keep a diary whenever I can to try and remember what I've do done. Do you? I try to. I haven't done it for a few weeks, which I've I'd found love out. to and read. I feel really bad. You'd love to read it. I'd love to read your diary. Can that be on the... my diary wait, ever gets into the public domain? That should be I'm on the Patreon. That's, that's, the pa <laughs> that's the Patreon app we want, Sean. I could just I could go into my diary on Patreon and just search the word Johnny and just <laughs> see what happens. So is it is it um um you do it on the computer? Yeah, I do it on my computer. That's really sweet. God, yeah. we've got a hack. If there's any hackers in, hack Sean McLaughlin. Uh, laptop and let's get that or just public. just tweet out his address get his neighbors to throw a party hope they kick down his door steal the computer then buy the computer from them yeah either either would do either you're a hacker <laughs> or <laughs> we can set up a party i've and... never felt more confident that neither of those things are gonna happen <laughs> based on our listenership <laughs> um, what um, was your story sean you said you've had a story oh no it was it was barely a story but i was going to talk about you can get into hotels late. And I remember once me and my... Oh, I don't know if I should tell it was about my dad. Basically, there was a few times we'd had too much to drink after going to a football match in London. You're allowed to get drunk with your dad, Sean. Yeah, yeah and we ended up... Um, I was like, oh, we could, we, could, we missed the, all the trains and stuff. And it was like 2.30 in the morning and we went... And my dad would just go into random hotels and just go, can we... Stuff like, can we sleep in your kitchen? Like, can we, can we sleep in your... He goes, can we just sleep anywhere? And they'd go, all right. And he'd just give them like 50 quid and we'd sleep in like the, where the chambermaids are meant to be. And stuff. <laughs> how, really weird. How old were you? <laughs> well, I don't know. I guess I would have been maybe 20, <laughs> 19. Well, I like it. You gave your dad so much autonomy. You could have said, I don't think we should sleep with where the chambermaids sleep. But you went, no, oh, no. It's not like we were barging us. It's like, basically, we'd go... He, there were a couple of hotels I remember we were in, and he was like... They were like, there's no room. And he went... He just went, like, gave them a bit of money and just went, is there anywhere? <laughs> What's what, Normally when you bribe, you're bribing to get, like, snuck up to first class. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're bribing just to be with, like... It, I don't even know if it was that much of an improvement on the streets. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think it was that. Like, we could have probably waited two hours for the first train back yeah. to Brighton, but I don't know. Um, that's great. I yeah. think that's fun. Uh, th those little life hacks, like, I do think there are little life hacks like that. Like, I found a brilliant life hack uh that i became the hero of my last sort of lads group trip to uh <laughs> is that funny you, is it the idea you on a lads group is absurd it is, look I, i'm a, I, 
Sean's about I'm, to tell us how to dissolve a body in acid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm the wild card, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how to get fingerprints off a shovel, everyone. <laughs> no, um, we couldn't get any we couldn't get any beers for the hotel room after twelve. We were in Newcastle. This was last summer. Um what lads? You couldn't get any beers for the hotel. <laughs> You're back in the hotel by midnight. Back in the hotel. No, it was after. It was after maybe midnight or one because all the off licenses in Central Newcastle can't sell. None oh, of them are allowed to sell. That's a alcohol. good policy, though. That's a good yeah, policy. Yeah, Newcastle. It's a bloody good policy. And I was like, curry houses will still give you beers, and they went, no, they won't. And I went to a curry house at one in the morning, ordered like a biryani and eight cobras. <laughs> And they gave them. So there you go, listeners. If you're ever in a place... If you're an alcoholic and struggling with addiction, just go to an Indian. Go to an Indian. And it's, you know, yeah. Lines your stomach and gives you a bloody crisp lager, in my opinion. Um, I wanted uh, to talk about... We've talked briefly. I think this would be a good way to end the show. We've talked briefly about the period in your life, Johnny, where you lived close to me in the sort of semi-legendary house slash i mean i mean it was all the, all the comedians lived in this house in streatham and it was sort of one of the scuzziest i mean you've explained it before it was really cheap I, and it was sort of loads of comedians i don't think it there. was that bad what do you think bobby loads of people like said it was a shithole obviously it was it wasn't that bad you though, said it, it was i listened to the episode yesterday and you described it as a terrible shithole <laughs> no, it was a shithole but in the same way that like it was the shithole we could all afford yeah, and it wasn't actually. It wasn't given how much you were spending. It wasn't. The I never thought it was that bad. It had good bones. That house. had good it, bones. It just, it, it, skin it, was fucked. The kitchen was yeah. a bit rough, but, but it, like it was it. It wasn't good for cooking or like um, living or breathing. Breathing because of some <laughs> of the mold. But if you ignored mold and a gross kitchen. It was all right. Like it was just like it was like the house from Fight Club. You know, Ed Norton and Brad Pitt have some good times in that house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah, lot of people I, with psychosis too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of topless, to, topless, disgruntled people. Yeah. Um, I, because I, I think that that house has sort of become quite legendary, isn't it, in the sort of comedy circuit? And you are the reason it exists. Is that right, Bobby? Or you? I am not the reason it exists, but I am the. Re- I slowly moved everyone I know into it. So you moved in there. And there were already comedians in there. I moved in there, and comedian Nick's son was there, and Pat Bircher, who's a Canadian comic who has moved back to Canada. Well, no, he's in New York now. And Pat was luck- li- nice enough to let me sleep on his couch. Loved, loved Pat. Yeah. Um, Great guy. Never met Pat. Well, you, well, Johnny, for all we know, you've met him 45 Pat's times. So exactly. you're, you're not a reliable narrator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Pat, he's my next door neighbor. So, so... Um, so, uh, there, there's this Polish lady, uh, Marta, who we lived with, and Marta... Perfect Marta... name for Marta, by the way. She <laughs> yeah. was a Marta. <laughs> she really was. <laughs> <laughs> she, um, she got angry because Nick's son broke a fridge, and at this point in the house's history, there was a cleaning rota. They were very strict on how clean it had to be. I mean, uh, the idea that that place ever had a cleaning rota No, it did. Insane. And then... Yeah. And then she got Nick's son kicked out because he, like, broke a fridge or something or left, like, literally left bits of food <laughs> in a sink. And then he got evicted for that. Huh. Um, so I got a room. And then... <laughs> and 250 then, quid a month, wasn't it? For, like, a, yes. a big room in a, in a big place. In, yeah. 
Stratum yeah, five-bedroom house. Yeah. And the landlord only knew about one, four tenants, so <sighs> we paid two eighty a month, and that was bills and rent. That's it bad. was that, incredible. Isn't it? I lived there for years. And then what would happen is slowly over the years, as one person left, I would just keep moving in people I knew. So by the time me and Harriet left to get her own place, because Harriet had to live there, it was horrible. Like our room was next to the bathroom and she'd just be in bed trying to go to sleep and just hear men shitting. <laughs> like just the sound of men emptying their bowels. And beside. not healthy men. No. Like, like most comedian like, men. Like, Post-chicken shop, 3am. <laughs> like, I don't think my, my uh, posh wife ever imagined like her head would be eight, eight feet from a man's shitting asshole while she was trying to sleep. Um, so That's what you do to people, though, Bobby. You bring them down into your life. <laughs> I bring them into the mud and I say, isn't it fun to roll around down here? <laughs> Um, so then by the time I left the house to get my own place, I just had a house full of my best friends where I could go and hang out but didn't have to live. But they all had to continue living there. And then eventually they all got partners and all of them moved their partners in. So I remember at one point, yeah. this had nothing to do with me. This was you all creating your own misery. I <laughs> 100%, 100% agree with you here, Bobby. I want to say what, this. I'm with you like, 100%. Like, I moved people into a shitty house. And yeah, Harriet lived there. But no one else at that point had a spouse in the house. And then at one point, there was four couples and Marta. <laughs> it was insane. It was like nine people can't live in this house. It wasn't that big. And, like, that's nine people sharing one bathroom because the downstairs bathroom was Marta's. And we kind of gave her that. I didn't. By, the, by that point, she'd been kicked out. That was where I used to shit. That was, I love that toilet. <laughs> that was, that was, that was, was where Johnny, that's where Johnny shits. Yeah. <laughs> you could see the stars when you went to the toilet. Because <laughs> of the hole in the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> I, once... I used to go around there during those times a lot because I was living around the corner. And it was true that... All these comedians, like everyone was great. Everyone was like lovely people. Dylan got, you know, Tim was there, but they all had their girlfriends in there. I was like, you, you're they ruined destroying it, destroying everything. You're destroying your own lives. Here. The fact that Sophie moved into that house is one of her biggest regrets to this day, and she's, you know, and she's not, in a long-term not... relationship with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let it go, Sophie. <laughs> Yeah, she still blames that for her illness, the black mould. She'll say, the black mould, it's done my lungs in. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's how science Just to let you know that your regular voice sounds more like Sophie than that. <laughs> I'm not I'm not very good at accents. I'm actually um, very, very good at accents, I just hide it under a bushel. Yeah, remember when Sophie got, because Dylan, Dylan <laughs> had got a cat, Dylan and Alexa got a cat, and then the cat got fleas. And then you and you and Sophie stayed in their bed, I think. And then Sophie got bit by eighteen fleas or something in a night. Like she I, had like was covered in flea bites. I didn't have one flea bite on me. We slept next. <laughs> next time. I didn't have one because the fleas knew they were they were, they were getting nothing from me. Yeah, they, were yeah. just, they were just getting more flea. She <laughs> was. It was horrible. I felt so bad for her. And, and she's like, she gets, like, she like reacted to them. She just had splotchy bits on her back. <laughs> <laughs> she just moved to London as well. Like she, this, welcome this was to her London. First experience. Yeah, that was a real bleak time in her life. I think, but you, you have, learn. you now have fleas. Um, 
Yeah, I, I once got locked out there and I tried to, um, I was like, whatever, I'll just climb into the bathroom window upstairs. And I was just really confident about it. And I climbed up the house, got to the bathroom window, realized there was no way I could get into this uh, second story bathroom window. And then I was just hanging out of a window <laughs> where if I fell, I would have broken both of my legs. <laughs> and then managed to somehow get down. But I was, it was terrifying. Um, it was really fun. What was fun about the house was there was always something fun happening. Yeah, like, I mean, like Kiwi was a cokehead. Were you there when Kiwi was there? No, no. All I saw of Kiwi was he the guy who headbutted the wall. Yeah, that's Kiwi. Yeah, um, a guy called Racist Dan who was like Benny. Racist Benny. That's Benny. <laughs> Benny. Benny later did a three month stint in prison because he got caught <laughs> with some coke and then got out of jail, got his job back. He did all right for himself. <laughs> what was his uh, job? He was a that's traveling salesman. <laughs> But another time, another time, Kiwi, uh, Kiwi would go on like three day Coke benders. And uh, one time he he also was very obsessed with the cleanliness of my room, even though his own life was so chaotic. <laughs> so he went into my my room and was angry that it was messy. So he flipped the mattress. So then I went into his room <laughs> And I, uh, I think, oh no, yeah, he flipped my mattress, so I flipped his mattress, so then, um... This is like having two Johnnies. No! I just want to say this, as, as, as an outsider, this is hell. Tommy, what you'll, what you'll, Sean so often thanks me off, but Sean is the weak link in this pod, I just want you to know that. No, you're both, you're both weak links, so then, um... <laughs> hey. Right. So then, Bobby Mayer, everybody, don't watch his special. <laughs> Wait. So then, uh, I can't remember what happened next. But then, eventually, I kicked Kiwi really hard in the ass because he annoyed me. <laughs> and he, Kiwi was a really strong guy, like, and he wanted to hit me, but he just he he wasn't a violent person, so he didn't have it in him to hit me. So he punched the wall and he broke his hand. And he was a <laughs> he was a carpenter, so he had to do carpentry with a broken hand for like six weeks. And that was his punishment for flipping my mattress. I love that story. I love that story, probably because you won so comprehensively <laughs> in every way you won. I did win. <laughs> I, I kicked him. He broke his hand, and uh, and yeah, that, he had to that work. Would teach him never to flip another mattress again. Yes. Do you think how long have we done? I think this might be. We've done 50 minutes. Yeah, five I think we, zero. I think we can wrap this up. What do you reckon? I think that sounds good. Um, what a fun, Bobby. So glad, so glad, so glad you could be our first guest back. It's been lovely. And first I'm down in back. London in a week or two, so let's hang out then. Johnny, but didn't you just? I, 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 there was one thing I missed earlier. Yeah. Didn't you say your parents are coming also? Yeah, my whole family are coming. So, Johnny, we're not hanging out. Yeah, You'll be hanging out with your family. Johnny, Johnny, Why are you lying are you to us? No, I wasn't lying. I just wasn't thinking it through. Why don't you come? We, we'll probably walk the dog in the park, and you can come uh, with my family to walk the dog. Sean, <laughs> Bobby, and my family. Wait, but your well, so family... We're, You'll we're be with your see, family the whole time. Well, I'm, I might not, because Sophie might stay down to work in London uh, and get an office with her production company, so there's a chance I'll be free to hang out. Oh, for other days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so wait, you're, gonna... you, you, you're mm. coming down with your entire family. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. To, and my dog. To see Cabaret. Yeah, and my dog. We're all singing it together. And your dog, who is yeah. a fucking, I mean. What? What? I, 
fucking your dog's an idiot. I love your dog. Yeah, Sean, this you, fuck you, Sean. And there's not many. Sean hate. Sean hated my dog too, Johnny. My dog stayed with Sean, and Sean cried about it just because he's allergic. You, you cried. I didn't cry, did I? <laughs> he cried about it. I, I didn't cry. Shut up, Paul. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's like the end of a rom-com when the guy gets a heart. Initially, you hated the dog, and then by the end of the movie, you're like, the dog has made my life so much your better. D- neither of your dogs are going to change anyone's mind, apart from people who love dogs. I reckon if you went to the head of the RSP... Whose dog is that? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> it's not mine. Is it yours, Bobby? I think it's probably mine, yeah. Fair that enough. was like uh, they knew that they were being slagged off by a moron, and they were yeah, just went yeah, to defend yeah. themselves. <laughs> I hate having guests sometimes. I hate what? it. Sean always hates it. If Sean, you always hate it if anyone ever makes fun of you. You're like, oh, this is horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah but everyone always does. That's because I, that's because I'm the easiest target. You're not the easiest target. You're the funnest target. You are because you react so badly to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you, because you say why? Because I take it to heart. Yeah, yes, friend, yeah. That's fun. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, did you not go to school? All you learned at school really was how to be insulted and not let anyone know it affected you. So they stop. No, yeah. I, my problem is I wear my heart on my sleeve. I mean, look. I think if anything, <laughs> my problem is that I'm too sensitive. Anyway, this yeah. has been a great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But Sean, can will uh, I was thinking maybe I'll go to Cabaret. So will you watch mine and Johnny's dog <laughs> while we're at Cabaret? Sonny I'll and- watch your dogs, but I I've got um Harriet's family are coming in. <laughs> okay. So I'll walk the dogs with Harriet's family, and then my family can go <laughs> and stay. At, can they stay at your place, Johnny? <laughs> Me and your dad. Me and your dad are staying in a random cupboard in a hotel. Yeah, my dad's dad's staying. My dad's staying in the uh, in the utility closet of a travel lodge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sleep on a crate of bleach together. Well, he's not sorted it out yet. He'll sort that out at one a.m. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, basically, when you go, where am I staying tonight? You're staying somewhere. You're getting three hours kip. You just it could be anywhere within the M25. That's all right. We're gonna have a great. This is a fun day. We're all gonna have families a family swap. So how long do you think you could be down then, Johnny? You're saying, uh, could you be down for that week then, do you think? There's a chance I could be down for the week. That would be brilliant. Also, the issue is that there's train strikes. Um, So So there's a a good chance Johnny's not coming to London. I tell you what, I I think this is (laughs) going to be a... fucking unreliable. (laughs) It's not me, it's Mick Lynch, mate. I'm, I'm a nice man so I can get the train. And the unions are holding this country hostage. do, Do either of your parents drive cars? They're flying in from Ireland because they're working in Ireland. Uh, you could get a coach. I know, but the thing is, I'm also going with Sophie, and there's no way she'd get a coach. Yeah, with your dog. Where are you going to put yeah. your dog? In, in the, the mega bus. In the hold. In the hold of the mega bus with the luggage. <laughs> <laughs> Just loads of rats down there. <laughs> I remember. Do you remember last? Was it last summer? When you were in London and you were only meant to be in for two nights and you ended up staying for a week and a half. Yeah. So I drove, we had, a, we had some drinks and then I was driving you to McCuntleth Festival the next day. I remember this. I think I was and then, there. And I wasn't meant to drive you back. And then I, I think on the Sunday you went, oh yeah, we're, all, we're just still in London so just drive me back. Yeah, Sophie just didn't leave. And I'd lost my debit. That was a bad time. I lost my. That was one of the worst trips. Yeah, you'd lost your had. debit card and you didn't have your house key. That was it. You didn't have your house keys. You oh were, yeah. You were such a burden that weekend. You were such a burden. You had no money and you had no house keys. Oh, jo- I gave I you. Made, I made. It was literally. It was literally like having a child. 
I just got a I just got a text from Johnny being like, "Hey, Bobby, can I borrow a hundred pounds?" <laughs> and then I said, "Johnny, why don't I just get?" I think I ended up giving you more just so that to make you sure you me. didn't run out of money. I gave you some money that weekend, actually. Yeah, did I pay you all back? Yes, I did. I'm a great man. That, yeah. Listeners, if you're listening, send money to my bank account. <laughs> I'll give it back to you. I like, I like that Johnny remembers nothing except that he paid us back. That's what yeah, Johnny... Yeah, yeah, That's, to be that's honest, convenient, I, isn't I'll it, let, I'll let you in on a secret. I have no memory of paying even for that. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that that, Sophie was staying in a hotel room with the dog, which is one of the stupidest ideas in the world and then so I was meant to come down to ease the burden well let me tell you because I lost my mobile <laughs> I lost my mobile phone as well I lost my mobile phone <laughs> my demo so card and your keys <laughs> you lost all of the things you need to live yes Sophie was so angry we, we almost broke up we were just walking to buy me a mobile phone and almost broke up <laughs> <laughs> I, but that's actually there's actually well if you're a relatively new listener to this podcast go back and listen to the episode sean and johnny's road trip which was recorded on our drive to mccuntliffe where twice you will hear me almost hit hit a car head on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and we drove back i remember we drove back that monday with chloe Petz. yeah and i was so hung over and i was like johnny why am i so hung over i kept saying to you i just wanted soda water and you went oh yeah i was putting vodka in it <laughs> Yeah, I, wanted, I wanted fun, Sean. I didn't want sense of my shot. Oh, we had some fun. Um, right, let's um, let's wrap this up. Bobby, you've been a great guest. What do you want to plug? Everyone should watch your special. What's it called? Cockroach. Cockroach. It's on YouTube. It's brilliant. I've YouTube. seen it too. It's fantastic. So funny. Um, so funny. YouTube.com slash... I don't know what the slash is. <laughs> I just, just typed Bobby Mare into YouTube. YouTube. And, or e uh, or <laughs> I'd like to plug this podcast. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast, keep listening. That's very Do you know sweet. what? We never think about just plugging this podcast. No. Also, I don't think we've got very good retention rates. <laughs> also, if you haven't listened to my podcast, you can listen to my podcast. The year is where every episode, me and this comedian, Red Richardson, uh, sometimes friend, sometimes <laughs> podcast co-host, we go back to a year in history. We talk about the most fucked up things from each year in history. There's a lot of years, so hopefully we're not going to run out of episodes. But, How many um, years are there at the latest count? Uh, 2022, <laughs> if you do only post-Jesus. Which I do. Oh, I, yeah. do. I, I, I do. I, I do. I don't, I don't think believe. we even... We didn't even have a civilization pre-Jesus. No. It was just a no. bunch of, bunch of Pe- Well, people waiting to be led. Um... <laughs> Like now, maybe there'll be a new. Maybe we'll start from the year one in a few years, and and Bobby will be our leader. I could what, do that. What if I was Jesus? Well, how would you react? I'd, I'd be like, "What? Well, I'd were... be thoroughly underwhelmed." <laughs> <laughs> you're the thing is, Sean. Sean, you're one of my you're one of my favorite people, and you're a great guy. But if you're like for a prophet, you're not that great of a guy. You know, if yeah. you you have to like you're now being compared to the best people ever. Yeah. I'm better than I'm better than all of those disciples. You're better than you're Jesus Christ. Friend. You're like, a passable no, friend. There's no doubt. I'm a, I'm a passable friend. Yeah. You don't even. Have, we've literally just heard a, a week a anecdote about how for a week you had no debit card, money, phone, wallet. <laughs> what, or, I'm, I'm not keys. claiming to be better than Jesus. I'm aware. I'm not, I'm, a, to be, I'm not claiming to be better than Jesus. I'm saying, what if I was the new Jesus? Most sequels are never as good as the original. <laughs> That's very true. People are like, yeah, that is very true. You would be a shit Jesus. But maybe that's what this world needs, is uh, a new Jesus who disappoints everyone, makes everyone an atheist. Well, it's on that on that bombshell, I would say, yes, do watch uh, Bobby's special. Listen to his podcast, The Year Is. I listened to some of it on my drive back 
from the Midlands last night, Bobby. Really good. Some of it. Ringing endorsement. <laughs> no, I listened to... Um, did you just do an episode about Saddam Hussein? Um, I, we have done one about Saddam before, yes. Yeah, I listened. I put that on. It was really funny. You and Red Thank are great. You. Yeah, Red. So we should get Red on this. That'd be great. We should get Red on it. Yeah, he probably wouldn't bully me as hard, but maybe he would. You, you weren't bullied. bullied. Jesus. Look at his oh, victim language. Fucking look at this. You two immediately, you weren't you bullied. You weren't bullied. I, it's the, I Johnny was bullied more than uh, you. Definitely. I think that I was listening back to an old, and you all, I think you bully me more than I bully you, but I always apologise to you because you're always like, oh, you're so mean to me. No, I, do, I, think, I think it ebbs and flows. Um, I'm going to edit this out. The problem is I'm now the editor, so I can edit. <laughs> the podcast will just be Sean speaking and us laughing when it's <laughs> there. You would be a great Jesus, Sean. <laughs> and then everyone clapping. Um, and also, listeners should um, give us a five-star review. Give The Year Is podcast and Failing Better five-star rating and review. Why not? Yes. Hey, Johnny? Woo, exactly. Why and not? Why and what not else do? should our listeners do? Join to the Patreon if you like having fun. Um, drink more water to keep hydrated. And uh, stay away from drugs and alcohol. Patreon.com slash <laughs> And oh, also... Sean, this it... has got to end now. <laughs> yeah, I think it gives the fucking email, don't I? Oh, Failingbetterpod we... at gmail.com if you want to email us and we might read them out on the next one. I think they would have figured that out though, Sean. They... Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Wow. Maybe me and Bobby what do non, a podcast. What non-bullies you are. What brilliant <laughs> models of society you two have been. <laughs> Sean, Sean's like the most pleasant pussy, you know? <laughs> I hate this. I know, but it's just because you say you hate it, then it happens more. It's That's that's the only reason it happens. I can't believe for a smart man you've never figured that out. You get so complainy so quickly. I've never claimed to be a smart man, Johnny. Yeah, Merely the new Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Bobby, you're a delight. Everyone else, God bless. See you on um, Tuesday. Yeah, see you on Tuesday, everyone. Thank you. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started